next few days, I might be a broken record because we're in the book of Exodus, and it's one of those, um, when we read it, we might say, well, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a nice story and all, but so what? So I'm not going to steal too much of my thunder because I know there's, there's a day coming up where a lot more um, of what I could say about it uh, will be even more obvious, but today, you know, suffice it to say how there they are, and they're saying, let's go back to Egypt, to our flesh pots. Flesh pots would be a pot where they just kept, it would be like a stew. You just keep adding meat, and, and when it was done, you'd, you'd pull it out, eat, and, and just, they didn't have their meat, and so they complained. But even more how uh, it's, uh, the, uh, the desert now is known as the desert of Zin, uh, with a Z, um, but it's not because they did not call it Zin or Sin because of that's where they sinned, but rather they just don't understand what the Lord was doing. And now uh, here we have the, the mention of the manna and the, the, uh, the quail, and we'll hear a little bit more about that, but the, to think about that manna for a little bit, of course that is a foreshadowing of what we are doing here that the Lord provides daily bread, continues to provide daily bread, his body, his blood, that that daily bread then gives us nourishment to continue on. And if we don't understand that, we've missed the, one of the points, one of the foreshadowings, how the Lord longs to feed us, longs to give us everything we need. And in fact, that might be the understanding that we need in order to understand today's gospel passage, of course, is a, a familiar one, hopefully, to us, about the sower and the seed, how um, in Mark's gospel is, is told a little bit more, uh, with a little bit more of a flourish, perhaps, but here it's kind of straightforward, the seed on the ground, the, or the seed on the path, the seed on the rocky ground, the seed in the thorns, and the seed in the good soil, how Jesus Christ longs for that seed to have fruit, whether it's 100 or 60 or 30 fold. He longs for it to have fruit. And so the invitation for us is to take what he gives, the bread of life, and to allow it to bring fruit into our lives and that we become fruit for others. And um, it's not this kind of a new age-ish kind of thing that we're broken for others or anything like that, but rather we're nourished so that we can serve. We're nourished by the Lord so that we can become that good soil. And uh, as I've said frequently and, and uh, here, it doesn't ultimately matter what kind of soil we are at the moment because a good farmer knows exactly what to do with the different soils. If it's a seed on the path and the path is otherwise good dirt, you plow it up. If it's rocky soil, you pick up the rocks. This is how much I love that job. Or if it's a thorny, or the thorny, or the covered with cockleburr or thistle, or whatever, whatever nauseous weed you want to think of, you pull those weeds. Of course, now we even have better tools. You put Roundup over the whole thing, kill everything, and the next year you plant your seed. The Lord wants good soil. He wants us to be good soil, and He wants those around us to be good soil. And so I think the invitation for us is. Do we accept that bread of life that he gives us, that daily bread that he gives us, to nourish us, 
and to allow us to serve our brothers and sisters, to invite them too to become good soil, to invite into their hearts the divine farmer who longs to make us good soil.